This is it. The putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours. But on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software? To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth. With visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, planning, budget, and more, NetSuite is everything you need to grow, all in one place. With NetSuite, you can automate your processes and close your books in no time while staying well ahead of your competition. 93% of surveyed businesses increased their visibility and control after upgrading to NetSuite. Over 27,000 businesses already use NetSuite. And right now, through the end of the year, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind financing program to those ready to upgrade at NetSuite.com slash C-Suite. Head to NetSuite.com slash C-Suite for special end-of-year financing on the number one financial system for growing businesses. NetSuite.com slash C-Suite. How old are you? 25, 35, 50 or older? If you have pain, we can help. Do your knees hurt? Ow. Let me ask you again. Are your knees killing you? Oh, yeah. Are they ever? What about your back? When you bend over, does it feel like this? Mm. How about when you get out of bed in the morning? If you're like me, your knees and back feel like this. Oh, that hurts. I found a company called the Pain Relief Hotline. They specialize in ways to treat your knee, back, and neck pain without surgery or taking medications. The good news is if you have insurance, you may have little or no cost or out-of-pocket expense. I've used them. It works. Call the Pain Relief Hotline now for free information. 800-303-4607. 800-303-4607. Call now. 800-303-4607. That's 800-303-4607. I just think right now, women, especially in business, this is the year of women. I just know that. Life begins at 150 grand a year. Life gets better at 250, and life gets real good at 500. Nobody can tell me differently on it. When you start teaching something, I feel like that's when you start to master the actual art of it. You and I, when we publish a book, we can go toe-to-toe with any of the New York trade publishers, any of the big-time authors. We get to compete in that marketplace and then let the market decide whether our stuff is good. People forget sometimes as an entrepreneur, the whole damn point of entrepreneurship is to make money. And now here is The Win with your hostess, serial entrepreneur, marketeer, and chief sexy boss. Heather Havenwood. Hi, everyone, and welcome to The Win with Heather Havenwood. Here at The Win, we really focus on you and your business and helping you take your business to the next level. And today I have someone on the line that's going to be a very awesome interview. I just know because we've had great conversations, but he's a communication expert. And this is really critical when you're dealing with entrepreneurism and you're really working on yourself in any kind of capacity. You've got to learn how to communicate your ideas and communicate what you want and communicate all those pieces, not just on a Facebook post, more inside of real communication. So we're going to have a lot of fun today. Steve Rohr, welcome to The Win. You there? Yes, I sure am. Thanks, Heather. It's great to be on the show. This is going to be a ton of fun. And Steve is a communications code breaker, unlocking the potential for human relationships. He's extremely highly sought after media expert 
and Steve appearances frequently on TV and radio across the U.S. and in Canada. But more importantly, he's the co-author of Scared Speechless, Nine Ways to Overcome Your Fears and Captivate Your Audience. But the more important, coolest thing of you is you're the publicist for the 2016 Academy Awards, which that just sounds like a fun job, <laughs> isn't it? You know what, it, Heather? It is a blast. Okay. And I cannot tell you how privileged and fortunate I am. I, I think that's just like a fun job. Like when you want to grow up, like, I want to be a show publicist for the Academy Awards. Okay. I know. Well, when people say it to me, back to me, I think, my gosh, that sounds like a great job. Right. And then I realize, hey, I have it. I don't know how it happened, but I, I'll keep it I'll keep as it. long as you have me. Yep. So something I want to talk about first, and a few things I, w- I would love to just kind of pick your brain, is one about Scared Speechless, your book. And as you know, to talk about the biggest fear people have, and I want you to talk about that, the biggest fear of actually is speaking. But the next piece of that is is how you can get on TV, or how, do you, how did you do that? How did that work? But let's first talk about Scared Speechless. Let's, let's go down that road of, how do people kind of overcome that? Or how do you help people overcome their fears and captivate their audience? Well, first of all, people think that they are probably the only person who gets freaked out when they get up and give any kind of presentation, not just an official speech, but in front of the PTA or the church or what have you. But the truth is, everyone gets nervous. I don't care if you're a movie star or a politician or a stay-at-home mom, whatever calling you have, guess what? Public speaking is a huge fear. In fact, it's the number one fear in America. Death is second. It is no joke. So if you think you're alone in feeling nervous, guess what? You're not at all. It's, it's a huge fear. But on the same token, the nervousness part of it, and a lot of people say, well, Steve, I get so nervous when I get up to give a speech. And the first thing I say is, great. And they look at me like I'm completely insane. But the truth is, nerves are very good. Nerves keep us alive. In a very basic survival way, nerves keep us from walking down that dark alley at night. And it all has to do with our primitive brain. It's a part of our brain which is the natural defense department in our body. And when we encounter a perceived threat, we go into that fight, flight, or freeze mode. And so this helps us a lot throughout our lives, right? It keeps us from doing stupid things, and it is that fear factor. But here's the problem. The primitive brain has not evolved in 300 million years. So for the primitive brain, fear is one size fits all. In other words, it cannot tell the difference between walking down a dark alley at night and getting up and giving a speech. It's really that simple. If you understand that and you have the awareness of it, When you do get up in front of others, you can say, look, I'm not going to be eaten by a tiger. These people are just folks, right? So understand that nerves are natural. We are programmed to panic, but fear is one size fits all. So understand nerves are good. Nerves are good. Nerves are good. Nerves are good. And and I I want to tap onto that for just a second. There's something that was taught to me at a very young age about the visualize the audience during their underwear. (laughs) Yeah. Love that. Have you ever tried that? Have you ever used that on with a client? Absolutely not. No? <laughs> and if I had, I wouldn't even tell you. Because right. number one, Heather, it's a little creepy. Goddess, it is goddess, a little it's creepy. A creep. And, you know, I always think, okay, well, okay, if we tell people to do this, where does it end, Heather? Is That's it true. We are in a different society. Is <laughs> people half-clothed? Is it walking in the supermarket? Where does it end? You know, this is a family show. Yeah, it is. It is. I just think it's funny. 
here's what it does. It, okay. it distances you from your audience, which is the exact opposite of the point of public speaking, which is to engage and to have a conversation with your audience, not to picture them in any kind of half-clad way. It's a little weird, and it just keeps you from developing the skills you need to become an awesome public speaker. Well, thank you for flipping that on on my head and that feedback. The disillusion <laughs> part—that's interesting. It does it does uh, dis, using disillusion disassociates me from the audience when I think of that. But how do you overcome the fear and still what I call connect? You're saying the word connect and captivate your eyes. How do you do sure. that? Well, first of all, nerves are natural. Just accept your nerves. If your face goes beet red or your mouth gets dry or your hands get sweaty, expect the expected. People get freaked out when this happens, but it happens every time they get nervous. So why are they getting freaked out? Just move through it. The second big thing is to realize the audience is rarely your adversary. Rarely, rarely your enemy. And everyone thinks, well, they're going to judge me. Well, of course they're going to judge you. Of course they're going to judge you, but not in the way we think. And there's a lot of research to show you that the audience is actually on your side. But it really comes down to this. If you've ever been in a situation where a speaker is going well, and they're just boom, 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 they're hitting all their points, and they sound great, and then suddenly they stop, and they have what we technically call a brain fart. They just go completely blank. As an audience member, how are you feeling? Nervous. Like, what's wrong? Yes. Why are they so silent? What's this happened? Yes. Did the mic go yes. blank? Yes, you're all, you're, we're all freaking out, and we all want them to keep going, and, and we're trying to help. And if you look around the room, everyone is on the edge of their seat trying to put words into this person's mouth because it's so uncomfortable. That means they are your champion. They are not your enemy. If they were your enemy, they'd be like, yes, they're failing. Fantastic. It never happens. It never happens. The other reason we know the audience is not your adversary is because, well, for me, I have never walked into a, a room where somebody was going to give a speech and thought to myself, well, gee, Steve, I, I hope the speaker is really boring and I can give away two hours of my life that I can never get back. No way. We want to be entertained, informed, and inspired. The audience is on your side. So you have to remember that when you walk in the room. Let me ask you a question. Is it more important in a, in a speech to educate or entertain? Well, it depends on what kind of speech it is. The most important thing, though, is that it's authentic. Mm -hmm. And I tell this to everybody. Please do not be perfect. Please, please do not give a perfect speech. Perfect speech to me is robotic. It's boring. It's just Death Valley days. Forget about it. Give an authentic speech. Whatever you're talking about, be passionate about it. Get behind it. It gets you out of your head, number one, but it really will resonate with people. You know, people want to hear that from the heart talk, whether it's educational, informative, or entertaining. You know, depending on what the setting is, it's going to be more or less of either one of those things. But if you speak with passion and you speak authentically, you will win the day and win your audience. So authentically, I really like that. You know, I have a confession Steve, okay. Heather, confession. Okay. Well, no, yeah, just between us, Heather. What, yeah, what just you... between us since we're recording. My confession is I failed a college speech class. A lot of people do. I did. And it, was for, it was for a technicality. Like you're saying, it was. I remember the speech. It was 
really authentic, but it was some stupid, like, I didn't say some source right. So I thought never in a million years will I be in the broadcast industry or speaking industry, which I've been for the last 15 years, because I failed. Yeah, well, this is the deal. You know, our book is Scared Speechless, Nine Ways to Overcome Your Fears and Captivate Your Audience. And it is not an academic book. It is based Mm. on my experience in the classroom, coaching students for national speech titles. It's working with business people, working with movie stars. My co-author is a psychologist, so she is talking about why we're so scared to talk. It is not that hard. But unfortunately, and I've been in academia for many years, what we've been set up for is failure. Mm -hmm. There's so many teachers out there who are fantastic at public speaking and instructing and coaching and encouraging. Unfortunately, there are a couple folks out there who are really going about it a way that I don't think is helpful for people. They're taking off points for things that should never happen. Be the boss of your life. You're listening to The Win with Heather Havenwood. Our whole world revolves around our smartphones now. You know they say we look at our phones on an average of 150 times a day or more. Look, if you're a small business and want to grow, you need to reach people where they're looking the most. Their smartphones So text the word START to 72000 now to learn more from our friends at Mobit or go to heatherhavenwood.com forward slash Mobit. Again, text the word START to 72000 now. Are you over 45, 60? Are you relying on the traditional medical field to help you feel great and get you back to a balanced body? Good luck with that. At e2lab.com, Dr. Don Salyer got sick of people complaining about bloating, inflammation, and feeling sluggish. He has created unique, potent, and powerful non-pharmaceutical supplements to help the body rebalance, detox, and get back to being healthy. Go to e2lab.com, getting you back to healthy and balanced. Due to an upturn in the economy, Main Street Business Loans has pre-approved the release of millions of dollars in small business funding. Your business may already be pre-approved to receive up to $250,000. We've sent out millions of pre-approval letters. We see the economy growing, and our underwriters believe now is the time to invest in your business so you can grow faster and make more money. And we're prepared to give you up to $250,000 to do it. Your funds can be available in five days. There are no application fees, no annual fees, just quick access to up to $250,000. If your business did not receive your approval letter to get up to $250,000, call Main Street Business Loans Approval Desk now. 800-430-7570, 800-430-7570, 800-430-7570, 800-430-7570, that's 800-430-7570. Hey travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. 
Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1769. 855-325-1769. That's 855-325-1769. What is term life insurance? It's basically a financial protection plan for your family if you pass away. It can be a hard purchase. Think about it. It's one of the few major purchases you can make that you will personally never use. But you've got to have it to protect your family. And you owe it to yourself to shop and compare to get the best possible rates. For term life insurance policies of $500,000 or more, call the term lifeline today. 800-957-6068. That's 800-957-6068. Remember, we specialize in term life insurance policies of a half million dollars or more. And we have great rates for smokers, too. So call today. 800-957-6068, 800-957-6068, that's 800-957-6068. Biz Talk Radio. Be the boss of your life. You're listening to The Win with Heather Havenwood. In my classroom, I say, if you have a brain fart, if you go blank, you're not going to have one point docked from your speech. Not one. You can stand up there. You can whistle. You can knit an afghan. You can do whatever you want to do. You're not going to lose any points because I don't care about that. It's what you do after that that I care about, which is what shows what you're made of. Now, the only way you're going to lose points is if you walk out. But you can stand up there, and I've had people stand up there and shake it out and sing a song or do whatever they need to do, and I'm proud of them. But they stood up there, and they took it, and they came back from it. Those little points, I don't, it doesn't interest me at all. Well, you're a good teacher then, because I probably wouldn't got a point off. That's pretty good. Let me ask you a question. So my my boyfriend, Dr. Don, talk about somebody who is a doctor. He talks all day long right? All day long with people one-on-one, but you get him in front of a room of 10 people or more where he's speaking and he just, now he looks great, but he'll tell me later, like I'm sweating. I'm nervous. I'm like, you do this for a living. So is that normal? Of course it is. Of course. If he's not nervous, that means he doesn't care very much about what he's talking about. If he just got up there and just did his thing without any kind of passion, why even do it at all? But he cares a lot. And that's why he's sweating. That's why he's nervous. He cares about what he's talking about. That's a really good sign. It also means he's still alive, by the way. That means <laughs> his body's actually doing what it's supposed to be doing, which is going into that fight or flight or freeze mode. So the body's working perfectly. All of those nerves are great. Now, you need to adapt. Now, when I go and I give a speech, my mouth goes dry. So what do I do? No scientific research needs to tell me that I need to have water with me or a lozenge. That's what I do. And when it happens, I just go, of course it's happening. That means my body's working. Everything's fine. Moving on. Now, when people like your fiance, he gets up in front of others and and he gets nervous. But when he's one-on-one, he's fine. This is very common. Actors have a tough time sometimes giving public speeches. You think, well, that's crazy. They're used to being in front of people all the time. But they're used to being somebody else. They're used to playing a role. Musicians will tell me the same thing. 
hey, I can play the guitar in front of people, thousands of people, but getting up and giving a speech, not so much. You had mentioned earlier, I do a lot of television segments. And Heather, I cannot tell you how many hosts and reporters will say to me during the break, I cannot get up and give a speech. Yet here they are in front of thousands, millions of people every day talking, but stepping out of that comfort zone. It's stepping out of that comfort zone. And why is that? Is that because, like, I'm just thinking through through it, right? So, like, someone who's a journalist or they're on TV, they're given the script, or the actor, actress, they're given a script and told this is how they need to be because they're playing a particular part. Is that the sure. difference? Like, it's like they're stepping well, into new shoes? Yes, absolutely. Whenever you try something new, you're going to go into that, oh, no, kind of mode. But you have confidence in other areas of your life, and that's what I tell people. If you are really lacking in confidence, as a public speaker, think about a hat you wear in your life, whether that's mom hat or wife hat or teacher hat or whatever hat you have or coach hat. And think about how you feel in your most confident role. When you do that, you realize, oh, wow, I do have the capacity to be confident. I have the capacity to be confident. It's not that you don't have any confidence. It just means that you need to apply your confidence to something new. And that's all you need to do. But you have the confidence in there. So you need to wear your teacher hat or wear your mom hat and put all of those things that make you confident in those roles into your public speaking role. You know, I have moms and I say, look, is anybody going to tell you how to raise your child? <laughs> what if somebody have been told you how to raise your child? They said that would not happen. I said, you're right, because you're confident. Well, when you get up and give a speech, you can still have that confidence. You just need to put it over here. Put it over here. So you're saying that like in front of public speaking, because I love this, because it's just kind of entrepreneurship, you know, looking at how people can use this. It's kind of like anything. When you do it more often, you'll create the confidence of it. Yes, because it's a skill set. Nobody is born with a silver tongue in their mouth. People think, oh, well, they were, must have been born a great speaker. Not so, not so. Public speaking is the great equalizer. It doesn't mean if you're, if you're rich or your, your parents are smart, it doesn't really matter. You know, we all have this skill set. Now, people have perhaps a facility for public speaking, but it's a skill set. And guess what, Heather? You cannot unlearn public speaking. It's one of the very few things that I can think of where you cannot get worse. It's impossible. Hmm. In fact, every time you get up, I think you get 100% better. You learn something as you get up and do it over and over and over again. Practice does help a lot. Rehearsing does help a lot. And doing it over and over and over again, you cannot go wrong. You cannot get worse. Let me so let me ask you this. So if you're listening to a presentation, which I'm sure you listen to other people all the time, what would you say is good and bad? Is it the stuff that they say? Is it the how they say it? Is the energy? I remember so many times in the speaking industry where I'm sitting there going, I don't even know what the heck that person just said for the last 90 minutes or 60 minutes, but I like who they are. And I don't even know what they talked about. I can't remember one <laughs> point, right? I'm like, they rock. What do they talk about? I don't know. They just rock. Well, you know, like what is that? Ability is a huge factor. Yeah. How the, do you create likability? Like, I want that one. You be yourself. Mm, I don't Absolutely. know. I don't know if people like me, Steve. <laughs> I, I think you're adored, and I, I think you're amazing. And you have to be yourself because people can smell fake a mile away. And a lot of people think, well, you know, I've got a lot of things against me. I'm. I'm a bigger woman, say. I have a full figure, and oh boy, this is this is working against me. Not so. Or I'm really tall, or I grew up poor, or I grew up whatever. Guess what? All of these are your superpowers. So these are what make you authentic and interesting and different and unique, and you can use all of these amazing things. 
The one thing that I always caution people about when they're creating a presentation is to write a speech to be said, not to be read. That's why English majors sometimes make terrible speech writers, because they want everything to be perfect. They want perfect grammar. They want to avoid jargon. They want to use 50-cent words. They want to use a lot of commas. That does not work in public speaking. If you read an essay out loud, which we've heard over and over and over again through our lives, it is absolutely deadly. And as a broadcasting person, we have to write in very clear, succinct, abbreviated styles. And we use one thought per sentence. If you have to take a breath during a sentence in your speech, then you better look at that sentence again. Because it's not an essay. It's a conversation. It's a conversation. Oh, this is really good. This is like hardcore right. stuff. I love this. So yeah. would you say one idea per sentence, would you say that yeah, when one, you're writing is no, one thought per sentence, I'm sorry, one thought per sentence, is it more about storytelling? Here's what I think about, by the way, when I think is the most boring people on the planet, and I hate to say this, Tim Cook of uh, Apple. I've tried to watch the Apple every year. They have the little Apple thing. It is yes. the most boring thing ever. I'm like, why can't y'all make this more exciting or whatever? Well, because a lot of people in the hard sciences are not required to do a lot of public speaking, and they're not trained. And they're also using big words and technology that are not exactly accessible to the layperson. That's why if you are an engineer or you are an architect or you're a scientist, you really have to make sure that your message is accessible to the audience. If you're using a lot of big words and trying to impress people, say, or you're just using them because you know them, it doesn't matter because it's about getting the message across. So if you want to impress people with big words, don't even bother. Yeah. It's really about do they understand what you're saying. And storytelling, which you brought up, is mm -hmm. extremely powerful. We've been telling stories for centuries. We tell stories about morality. We tell stories about our history. We tell stories about how we get along, you know, even before written language. So stories are part of our DNA. Be the boss of your life. You're listening to The Win with Heather Havenwood. Have you ever wanted to stop swapping your time for money? Ever wanted to leverage your expertise by selling your knowledge to hundreds of people? I call that smart. And now you can easily and effortlessly, without a web guy, create memberships, online courses, coaching programs. Go to heatherhavenwood.com forward slash thinkific. Start making money off what you know today. Go to heatherhavenwood.com forward slash Thinkific. All right, guys, we're ready for our four season sunroom, and Daddy's gonna get a rec room with refreshments. Oh no, we'll be sleeping under the stars. Mom, what about the runway? You know, the fun. Nice try, little bro. It's a gym, my gym. Hey, Grandma's getting her four seasons garden room, weather tight, and still like being outdoors. Maybe a living room. Oh no, wait, a family hub. Yeah. yeah. No matter what the budget, the season, or the climate, Four Seasons Sunrooms let you and your family enjoy the outdoors inside. Call now to hear more about these great offers from the premier manufacturer of sunrooms since 1975. More reasons for Four Seasons Now. 
find out more, call toll-free 800-973-5533. That's 800-973-5533. Call 800-973-5533 today. Welcome to Staples. Staples guy, my New Year's resolution is to get new customers in the door. Well, Staples has everything you need to promote your business. Signs, pens, mugs, you name it. Perfect. And right now, you can get 15% off custom banners and posters. 15% off? (laughs) That's one resolution off my list. Oh, how many were there? Just the one. Then, Happy New Year. This year, resolve to promote your business at Staples. And right now, get 15% off custom banners and posters. Staples, make more happen. Offer ends 32417. See a Staples associate for details. This alert just came in. This special announcement is for business owners and leaders of organizations who've been waiting for the right time to build. General Steel has made it impossible to wait any longer with rock-bottom prices that could save you thousands. That's right. General Steel, America's leader in pre-engineered structures, is offering buildings at prices you will never see again. Don't miss these prices. A 50 by 100 for under $30,000. You heard right. That's 5,000 square feet under $30,000. Manufacturers, if you need a larger building, try a 100 by 100 commercial building for $129,000. You can't afford to rent with these prices. Imagine a 70 by 100 foot church building for under $69,000. With the economy improving and interest rates Still at historic lows. You can't afford to wait. Call 800-605-5370. 800-605-5370. Call 800-605-5370. Here's George Foreman with InventHelp. Hi, I'm George Foreman. Do you have an idea for a new product or invention? People ask me all the time, George, how do I get my idea in front of companies? How do I get a patent? What do I do next? Do you have the same questions? I'll tell you like I'll tell them all. Call my friends at InventHelp. Call InventHelp today for free information. InventHelp has been helping inventors for more than 30 years and has sales offices nationwide. InventHelp can submit your invention to companies who are interested in receiving new ideas. If you have an idea and want to try to patent it and submit it to companies, you should call InventHelp today for free free information. Listen, I can't guarantee a company will be interested in your idea, but I believe every inventor deserves the opportunity to step into the ring and take their best shot. Put InventHelp in your corner. To get your free inventor's information, call 1-800-351-1453. That's 1-800-351-1453. Again, 1-800-351-1453. Are you ready to leave your corporate job behind and be your own boss? Have you ever dreamed of owning a business? Do you have $50,000 or more sitting around in a 401k? If you answered yes, it's time to invest in yourself by buying or starting a business or franchise. IRS code allows you to use money in a 401k to invest in a business with absolutely no penalties or taxes. At Guidant Financial, we've helped more than 11,000 entrepreneurs invest $3 billion in retirement assets into the small businesses and franchises of their dreams. So if you've got $50,000 or more in a 401k and you're looking for a way to start a business, call Guidant Financial now for free information and to learn more. Operators are standing by for your call. 800-570-6630. That's 800-570-6630. Biz Talk Radio.
Be the boss of your life. You're listening to The Win with Heather Havenwood. We respond to stories as human beings in a very important way. If you ever think of the great speeches you've heard, you probably don't remember a lot of the statistics, but you'll remember a story about somebody's grandpa. Mm -hmm. Stories are very, very powerful. I think stories are, are a wonderful way to craft a speech. And in fact, I think of speeches as a story with a beginning, a middle, and an end. And this is really critical. A lot of people will spend a lot of time at the beginning of their speech, some time in the middle, and then shrug off the ending and say, well, I'll just wing it. I'll just figure it out. Well, that's a huge, huge mistake. We live our lives with the beginning, middle, and end. Everything in our lives is the beginning, middle, and end. And so, too, is a speech. And if you don't prepare for the ending, you're not going to find it magically at right. the end. And for me, when I'm hearing a speech or I'm hearing a presentation, I tend to really remember the beginning and the end. There's a lot of good stuff that happens in the middle, but leave them laughing, leaving, leave them thinking, leave them with a great lasting impression. Can you share some tips, strategies on how to craft a story? Sure. You have to have the common elements of a story. Okay. Again, a beginning, a middle, and end. And you have to have a story that's both relatable to the audience, relatable to you, that fits you. You can use a personal story, something from your life, and you can use that story then to illustrate a point in your speech that perhaps is hard to get to. And one of the greatest storytelling techniques you can use is that of the underdog, is a huge, hugely powerful element for any kind of story. And we know this because we tend to root for the underdog. Most of us will root for the underdog. Why? Well, we root for the underdog for a couple of reasons. I think, one, because we all feel like an underdog at some point in our life. And two, because the payoff is much greater if you root for the underdog emotionally. For example, if you're rooting for the championship team and they win, your payoff is okay, but you kind of assume they win. But if you root for the Cinderella team, the underdog team, and they win, your emotional payoff is much greater. So we tend to root for the underdog. And these stories can be extremely powerful when you use them, and especially if it's something that you went through as the underdog. And it's a lesson usually of getting over the hill, of working through a challenge. How and do you think a story should be? Because should be? I'm sure you've experienced this in your walks of life of having someone who's what I call speaking too much, like they're just on and you know what I mean? Like they're like, where's the end of this story? Where's this going? What's the point? How would you train them, educate them, coach them on how to shorten it or not? What, what do you say to that? Well, edit, 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 okay. edit. Anything that is secondary or need not be in the story to make the story make sense, you need to take it out. And we tend to get so close to our stories, we think everything's important, but not everything's important. It shouldn't go on and on and on and on and on and on. Stories are, are really not meant to be the entire speech because then you have to get to the other part of the speech, which is the illustration of what this story is really saying about life or about your point or your, the goal of your speech. Mm -hmm. So as an entrepreneur, it's a great point. I like that. It's like be able to capture yeah. the story quickly and understand it. I think it's a really key piece. So as an entrepreneur, why do you think it's important, obviously, for actors and actresses that are being, you know, interviewed by big time shots? But if someone who just, they're just an entrepreneur, they own an app company, they own a tech company, they maybe they own a plumbing company. What's the point of them learning how to speak in front of people? 
Well, it's everything. We know that if you can communicate and communicate well, you will get hired faster, you'll make more money, you'll be more successful in both your professional life and personal life. We know this for a fact. People respond to public speakers. There are many reasons why, but I think one of the reasons why is so many people are scared to death of speaking, they will defer leadership to these people who will speak. And they also look at speakers as being somehow more gifted or more skilled. And they are more gifted or more skilled in public speaking. And they're seen as the authority figure. These are the people who actually become the leaders. If you can get up and you can speak, you're far more likely to become the leader. And we look up to these people. So as an entrepreneur, you're the expert. You need to lead this charge. And you need to show the confidence. And if you're asking for money, especially from angel investors, they need to feel the confidence through you. They need to feel the passion through you. You know, numbers on a page are one thing, but talking about your passion behind the project and why it's personally important to you, why it's, it's going to benefit them, mm-hmm. that's really what's going to get the sell. Oh my gosh, I so, this is so awesome you're talking about this right now, Steve. I'm actually here in Austin, Texas, you know, it's what I call the mini Silicon Valley. They're trying to be Silicon Valley. They're, they're trying to get oh, awesome. their, awesome. their big yes. pants, yeah. So they, they have a thing here called, it's like a Google incubator thing, right? A ton of these yep. WeWorks and stuff like that. And I went out there and I, I'm a coach, I'm a, a volunteer, really, helping some of these guys work through getting funding. And one of the things I realized is they don't know how to... First, they don't, they don't know how to dress. That's the number one. They, don't, they think that wearing the hoodie like Mark Zuckerberg is going to give him a million dollars. Like, mm-hmm. no. Right? That's my big, like, stop looking yeah. like you just pulled those pants off the ground off your near your bedside. Actually yeah. wear a suit like you're actually, they want to invest in the people and the That's process, right. not just the people. And I just want you to talk to that for a second because there's a lot of, I guess, millennials because they're in their 20s and early 30s. That they're like, well, I don't need to dress nice to get money. They're only looking at the app or the software or the whatever. I mean, what do you say to that? Here's the okay. thing. If you are asking for money from another millennial, then fine. Dress like a millennial. But if you're asking for money from someone who's a baby boomer or somebody who's an X generation member, you've got to dress up because you have to think about your audience. And guess what? Clothes communicate. Believe me, they do. It is a very strong nonverbal message. Now, am I going to hand over $10 million to somebody who's dressed in a hoodie? Well, that app better be freaking amazing. I will automatically make judgments about someone based on their dress. I am not alone. We all do. Research has shown this. So you dress for the audience. You need to reach your audience. You know, it is about the audience analysis. It's not just about you. And not about what you have to offer, but who's your audience? What are they looking for? What's going to check things off on their list for them? You know, why make it harder for yourself? It's hard enough. Throw on a nice, clean, ironed shirt and a pair of nice dress pants and some nice shoes. It's not going to kill you, and it just might get you money. It is one of those things that's so easy to do. Let's talk about colors because I'm looking at your site, realsteveroar.com, and that's spelled R-O-H-R.com. And I'm looking at the sexy stud you, gorgeous Mr. Stud you are, and I love your suit. It's like a nice gray. I call that gray with a blue. It's very classy. looks good on you. I just want to talk to you about that because sometimes I just have to say I judge people, especially when I see them on 
on a news station, CNN or ABC, whatever, and they're an expert, and they come on with these like weird color. Queer right. color shirts or like a pinstripe with the like yeah. I'm like what are you doing guys seriously looks like you're well I know you're a fashion stud with this so can you talk about that the different colors I've heard there's certain colors that are better to wear when you're in front of somebody you're trying to sell to versus someone you're pitching to can you talk about that well first of all you have to feel really confident in what you're wearing so if you are wearing a suit for the first time don't wear it the first time at the pitch or if you're wearing shoes for the first time, do not wear them for the first time at the pitch. This goes for guys and girls, especially girls who have high heels that might slip. So you need to you know, wear down those, those soles a little bit. When you're looking at clothing, the fit is really critical. So not only do you have to feel good and confident, but the fit itself. So take the time to tailor that suit. It can't look like your dad's suit or your son's suit. It needs to look like your suit. It needs to be clean, looking, nice silhouette, very tailored look. Spend the time. Now, when it comes to clothing, it should not say more than you. Your tie should never say more than you. So you should avoid any kind of logos unless it's your logo. And you should look like your best self. You should look like I can walk in and be acceptable to a common denominator of people in the room. So color is really great, especially if you're going on camera. You want colors that pop. You want to avoid wearing black. You want to avoid wearing all white. You want to avoid wearing tiny, small patterns because those are pixelate. And women should avoid, and men should avoid wearing heavy jewelry. Clunky bracelets that when you put your hand down on the, the table, it goes clink, clunk, 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 clunk. Or earrings that might be distracting or get caught in your ear or a microphone. So you really have to think about these things. And when you're going for the pitch, look, they're looking at the whole package. And like you said, they're buying you. You are the product. They have the confidence in you. Thank you for that. That's awesome. I'm like writing things down. Note, 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 note. <laughs> like no jewelry, no big, no, no big loop earrings that could get caught. This is true. And, and I think knowing what you know, you probably look at TV shows or, you know, whatnot and go, you should be wearing that girl. I know I do. Like I look at Megan Kelly's outfit. And I'm like, good tonight. Not good. What is she doing wearing that? Like <laughs> horrible. But sometimes well, like, yeah. I'm like, I don't think she should be wearing that. That's not the right color for her, even though she's got like professional people on it. I'm sure. Be the boss of your life. You're listening to The Win with Heather Havenwood. Are you a business owner that has a website but not tech savvy? Do you feel like a hostage to your web guy? The better question is, do you have a money funnel so people come to your page and give you money while you sleep? No? Then go watch free video at heathermakesyoumoney.com. Imagine having a money site, not a website, for your self-published book, e-commerce products, local practitioners like chiropractors or lawyers. Get a money site, not a website. Go watch free video at heathermakesyoumoney.com. Now, the club for Biz Talk Radio listeners and your biz. The Biz TV Club is where you can watch some of your favorite Biz Talk Radio hosts and others on the go, on demand, on Android, desktop, Roku, and more. Never miss an episode of your favorite Biz TV shows and have the 24-7 Biz Talk Radio stream at your fingertips. Watch anytime, anywhere for just $5.95 a month with a free trial by using promo code RADIO. Go to BizRadio.com. 
RadioClub.com. Hi, I'm Joan London. If you're worried about your parent or loved one living alone, like I was, and you want reliable senior care information, then call a place for mom, the nation's largest senior living referral service. Finding an apartment that was on the courtyard with the view of the trees, the view of the ducks, the stream, the creek, all of that, that was what I needed. You'll get free information on assisted living, Alzheimer's care, nursing homes, even important financial information. Here's the number. To speak to a local senior living advisor, call a place for mom at 800-506-0320. That's 800-506-0320. A place for mom is a free service, and you can trust them to help you. So if you're struggling to find reliable senior living information, there's a place for answers, a place for mom. To speak to a local senior living advisor, call a place for mom at 800-506-0320. That's 800-506-0320. National Funding Group has just released $100 million in easy access small business funding to businesses that gross at least $100,000 a year. You can have fast access up to $500,000 in new business capital in as little as 48 hours. Think about the ways you could grow your business if you had up to a half a million dollar cash infusion. Call a NFG funding expert now. The process is easy. It only takes about five minutes. Then our management-owned lending team looks at your application for a fast approval. You can get 100% funded in about two days. If you need up to $500,000 in working capital to run your business and you gross at least $100,000 a year, call NFG and apply today. 800-296-1564. 800-296-1564. That's 800-296-1564. Have you written a book and want to get it published? Then call Page Publishing ASAP. We're looking for authors of all types of books. And unlike most publishers, Page Publishing will take the time to review each and every book submitted to us. And we'll give you our feedback. And if we like what we read, we will get your book into bookstores and for sale online at Amazon, the Apple iTunes Store, Barnes & Noble, and other outlets. We handle everything. Editing, cover design, copyright protection, printing, publicity, and distribution. So if you've written a novel, children's book, cookbook, inspirational work, poetry, or a biography and want to get it published... Call Page Publishing now for your free author submission kit. Your road to fame and fortune could very well start with this simple phone call. 888-785-0618. That's 888-785-0618. I live alone and rarely have visitors. So when I slipped and fell in the kitchen last month and couldn't get to a phone... I knew I was in trouble. Help! I could barely move. Help! I tried calling for help, but no one could hear me. As I lay there, I couldn't help but think of my kids and grandkids having to go on without me. I was terrified. It took eight hours for my neighbor to find me. It could have been the end of me. That's when I knew I needed Life Alert. With just one press of this button, I'm connected to the Life Alert Center where I can get the help I need, even when I cannot reach a phone. With Life Alert, I'm never alone. For a free Life Alert brochure, call 800-635-4993. That's 800-635-4993. Call now at 800-635-4993 to get a free brochure. 
800-635-4993. Biz Talk Radio. Be the boss of your life. You're listening to The Win with Heather Havenwood. Just real quickly in our last, and I really just want to focus on this for just a second because you're such an expert and it's such a hot topic right now called politics. And we have people right now that are constantly on the news, constantly on camera, constantly talking that who I'm talking about is Trump and Hillary. So let's talk about their communication styles a little bit. I think they're very different. And other than the fact that men and women communicate differently, they're both communicating and, and fighting for the same position, right? So in the world of somebody's fighting for a job here, which is what they're doing, a vote for a job, can you just kind of give us an idea of what you think the differences are? What's good, maybe bad, or positive, negative of both? Sure. Well, I think for Hillary, she's had a problem or perception of likability. She has this aura in some arenas where she's not to be trusted or the like. Now, very interesting, you touched on male-female communication. And this happens to females all the time in the business world. Hillary is a tough cookie. Make no mistake. Secretary of State, Senator, First Lady, First Lady of Arkansas. She has been there, done that. She's had to put up with a lot of crap. And she's had to communicate as both a man and a woman. And when women communicate outside of their gender, they're seen as being a B-I-T-C-H. Whereas a man is seen as, well, he's just really a strong guy. So I think that Hillary's gotten a very short straw here when it comes to looking at her for likability factor. I don't need to like Hillary Clinton to vote for her. What about That's Trump? What, it's what do you think of his style and the communication? Trump has little or no filter. That's no secret. For some people, that's very appealing. Unfortunately, we're not voting for high school class president here. We're voting for the most powerful person in the free world. Now, Trump has some issues. <laughs> One of the issues is he cannot stay on message. His narrative keeps switching on us. So it's very hard to pinpoint what he believes in. He seems to appeal to all kinds of people all at once, and then his people try to pull him back to stay on message. Is that the kind of person we need leading our nation? For me, politically speaking, I have my own ideas about both of these people, sure. but I think he's dangerous as a public speaker. Anytime you use public speaking to demean people, you're using it for evil, not good. And there are ethics with public speaking, and that's something that people don't talk about. But if you are a great communicator, you use your power for evil, not good, shame on you. No, I get that. So you're saying there's kind of a underbelly of the right way and the wrong way to the ethics, the ethics piece of the communication. And can you oh, talk about that for a second in the world of business yes, and business true. ownership? And I don't mean to take it politically. I, I was just, you know, it's important. It's not even a Republican thing or all because, look, people like John McCain, I admire this guy. He's incredible. Great speaker, upstanding citizen. He's a Republican. It has nothing to do with that. It has to do with how people use public speaking to attain power. And for me, Trump just panders to the very base, most lowest denominator. That, for me, is dangerous. That's very dangerous because people will go along with it because he's pandering to something that feels very primitively good to people. 
but yet that's not that's not responsible. That's not a responsible way, way to do it. That makes sense. And I, and I think it's something powerful you just said that when you're a communicator, when you're a speaker, you really can change things. You can really alter things. You can really make that's- a difference. And it's a really powerful way to make a difference in the world, even as a local communicator, a local politician, or a local business owner. I think it's a key piece. It's absolutely one of the most powerful tools, skills that you can have. Election has been one on it. Money has been one. Funding has been one. Public speaking is huge. And so you have to be ethical. You have to strive to be fair. You have to be strive to be as honest as possible and not just highlight all the good. Sometimes you need to talk about the challenges, and that brings the authenticity into the mix as well. The name-calling is... Yeah, not needed. It, you know, I'm looking at your website, and Cheryl Woodcock, the special correspondent and producer of Entertainment Tonight Insider, called you that you are a genuine star power. And I completely concur <laughs> with her, by the way. I just want to let you know that. Thank you, Heather. No, she did. And I'm checking it out. You um, you are a genuine star power. You really are what I call the, you're out front, but you really are a person that can help people understand how powerful communication is, but able to really take it up to a whole nother level and, and make a difference in the world. So people listening going, hey, this guy like rocks, which he does, by the way, you know, how can I work with him or how can I get his book or where do I go? I just like the guy. How can I connect with you? Well, you can follow me on Twitter. And my Twitter handle is Real Steve Roar. So it's R E A L Steve, common spelling, Roar, R O H, like hotel R. You can also find me online at realsteveroar.com. And there are ways to connect with me on site. So you just press contact, send me an email. I'd love to talk to you. I do private coaching on Skype and one on ones and give public speeches all over the place. And for me, I'm so passionate about what I do. I don't know about star power, Heather, but for me, there's so much power in public speaking. There's so much power in communication. And I understand that it can unlock the human potential and make our world better and our lives better. If that's star power. That is star power. It's actually, if a quote, understanding how we truly communicate can unlock the potential of human relationships. That's a quote from you. It's on your website. And I I love that. Unlock the potential of human relationships. Well, thank you, Steve. Last words you want to share with them, the WIN community? I say go for it. You know, if you are feeling shy, if you're feeling nervous, we know nerves are good, what do you really want? And a lot of times what we think are obstacles are internal obstacles. They're not external. If you say, okay, what's in the way here? Almost 99% of the time, those external obstacles are not really obstacles. What's happening is inside you're thinking, oh, I'm not good enough, I'm not smart enough, I'm not skilled enough. Those are internal arguments against your success. Get rid of them. Live your life, live your dream. Live your life, live your dream. Thank you, Steve, so much for being here on The Win. And go check out Steve at realsteveroar.com. All right, Steve, thanks so much. And you can check us out at heatherhavenwood.com. Thank you for listening to The Win with Heather Havenwood. Interested in coaching with Heather? Go to heatherhavenwood.com and sign up for a business discovery consultation. Here is your free gift for listening. Get three audio chapters of Heather's book, Sexy Boss, How Women Empowerment is Changing the Rulebook. When you text the word sexy 
to 7200. Again, text the word SEXY, that is S-E-X-Y, to 7200 and receive your three audiobook chapters. Number is good only in North America. This is a sexy boss rap. This podcast is a copyright of Havenwood Worldwide, LLC. The opinions you hear on Biz Talk Radio are those of the hosts, callers, and guests, and do not necessarily reflect those of this station, Biz Talk Radio, its management, or advertisers. The information on Biz Talk Radio does not constitute a recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or service. If you have any questions about Biz Talk Radio, contact us at 817-274-1609 or at biztalkradio.com. Biz Talk Radio. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.